Welcome to the BookNet Canada podcast. I'm Ainsley Sparks. And I'm Zelina Alvey. This month we're talking about book clubs, but not the kind where you pretend to read the books and just drink wine. Real book clubs. According to our most recent surveying of Canadian book buyers, 7% of adult Canadians who bought a book in the last month belong to a book club. On average, these book buyers purchase 2.4 books a month, whereas buyers who aren't in a book club buy 2.1 per month. When we look at readers generally, not just those who purchased a book, we find that 28% of readers belong to a book club or reading group, and 8% of readers said that they discovered their most recent book purchase through a book club. Of those readers who belong to a book club, 7% said that they participate daily, with 25% participating one to three times a month, and 45% participating less than once a month. So, these aren't your average readers. They're an important part of the book supply chain whether you're a librarian, a publisher, or a retailer, which explains why there are so many great initiatives in the industry to the express goal of reaching book clubs. The task of reaching those readers continues to be an evolving art form, though. Our data shows that while 68% of book-buying book club members meet in person, 34% meet exclusively online, which could have a lot to do with booktubers, communities like Goodreads, and celebrity book clubs, particularly those hosted on platforms like Instagram. Yeah, celebrity book clubs are the new celebrity lifestyle site. Almost everyone has one. Bill Gates, Emma Roberts, Reese Witherspoon, the other Emma, Emma Watson, Florence of Florence the Machine, Lena Dunham, and the list goes on. With varying degrees of frequency and online discussion, they're not all your typical book clubs, but they all drive sales for their picks. Emma Roberts and Kara Priest's Instagram book club, Bellatrist, has 188,000 followers on Instagram. They choose one official book per month, but they also profile celebrities who share their favorite and most anticipated books, complete with Amazon buy links. These celebrity profiles also include their favorite products, articles, and podcasts, placing the books at the center of a whole lifestyle profile. Hmm. Reese Witherspoon's Hello Sunshine Book Club announces a book a month, but as Entertainment Weekly notes, while Witherspoon's club started as an informal social media endeavor, It's now a formal arm of her production company, Hello Sunshine. Maybe the celebrity book club closest to what we traditionally think of as a book club is Emma Watson's Our Shared Shelf. It's hosted on Goodreads, where the club picks a book every two months, and discussion is a big part of the club. Currently, there are 220,000 members. But no one can top Oprah's book club for sales, which we've proven several times over on our blog the last few months. With almost 15 million Instagram followers, and more than 41 million Twitter followers. She chooses books when the mood strikes her, and the industry jumps to reprint and restock. Jumping down to a more manageable level of celebrity status, booktubers, which are YouTube personalities who talk about books, also have book club offerings. Yeah, they bridge the gap between in-person clubs and online book clubs that are structured around written discussion. Booktubers choose books and talk about them in their videos and community members can reply in the comments or with their own videos. Some clubs even compile video responses in a helpful playlist so you can watch them all. But how does the average book club member select the books for their club discussions? Personal recommendations are at the top of that list. 88% of book buyers who belong to a book club say they use personal recommendations often or sometimes. Bookseller recommendations and library recommendations are also quite influential with 75 and 69% using them often or sometimes, respectively. These book buyers also pay attention to literary awards. They're mostly familiar with the Pulitzer Prize for Fiction, 
with 66% saying they're either very or moderately familiar with the award. 62% are familiar with the Scotiabank Giller Prize, and 61% know about the Governor General's Literary Awards. Canada Reads and the Man Booker Prize for Fiction were close behind, tied at 59%. So how are libraries, retailers, and publishers reaching out to these readers? Lots of bookstores host book clubs at their locations, and it's pretty common for libraries to do the same and to offer bundled loans so that book clubs can get multiple copies at once. To learn a bit more about how publishers are reaching out to book clubs and marketing to them, Ainsley chatted with Randy Chan, Senior Marketing Manager at Harlequin, to tell us a bit about how they do it. Uh, so first of all, can you introduce yourself and your role? Sure. My name is Randy Chan. I am the Senior Marketing Manager here at Harlequin. And in particular, I work on three of their imprints, which are um, Mira Books, uh, Park Row Books, and Hanover Square Press. Great. So can you tell us a little bit about why book clubs are important to publishers? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, in, in the most practical of terms, book club members, they read a lot, <laughs> they buy a lot of books, so they're very much the target audience of any publisher, but to me it's really just so much more than book sales. I think anyone who's in a book club will know this, but just to be a member of a book club, the passion that you have to have towards books, the energy that you dedicate in your life to not just reading, but to keeping in the know about what's hot in books, and and the desire to meet up with and engage with other readers to talk about books, like all of that, that adds up to an absolute goldmine for all publishers to try to tap into. And I often say that like, if we were trying to make the perfect reader out of a science lab, the person we would create would be a member of a book club. So um, to me, there's just so much value in, in trying to figure out and speak to and listen to book clubs out there. Yeah. So how do, you, how do you find and market to book clubs? Okay, so, well, first of all, I work at Harlequin, and um, I think, you know, I'm very proud of, we launched these two new literary imprints recently. I, I mentioned Park Row Books and Hanover Square Press, uh, alongside Mira, which is a longstanding imprint that I work with. Uh, some recent bestsellers we've had are um, The Orphan's Tale by Pam Genoff, which is a World War II historical novel. Um, we had one of our authors, Dan Abrams, who uh, is on ABC News, and he's the host of the TV show, Live TV. And he was just on the New York Times bestseller list for five weeks because he wrote a book about um, Lincoln. It's called Lincoln's Last Trial. And it was a fascinating book about Abraham Lincoln's final court case as a lawyer just before he made a run for presidency. So it was like the perfect historical book. And I mentioned these two books because they're recent bestsellers that perfectly represent a new face of Harlequin. Um, but actually therein lies the challenge because you know, you know and I know that most readers associate Harlequin with romance. Mm -hmm. And unless you're a romance-focused book club, you're not necessarily going to look to Harlequin to, to find your next book club pick after you finish reading you know, Little Fires Everywhere or or Big Little Lies, or, or the latest Zadie Smith novel, or something like that. So, um, but in fact, Harlequin does publish books that suit readers of those other books. So to answer your question about marketing to book clubs, we first had to launch an awareness campaign to the book industry before we did anything else. 
So, you know, we had to market ourselves to literary agents who had never brought a literary novel to our house before. We had to talk to and engage with independent bookstores who had never ordered or stocked a Harlequin book in their store before. And the reason why we do this, obviously, is if we can get our books into these places, uh, into bookstores, that's where book clubs and avid readers congregate. So that was really a big part of our puzzle when we first started uh, launching these imprints. And so we aggressively appeared at trade shows. We went to Book Expo. We, we appeared at the uh, American Booksellers Association Winter Institute, for instance, which is this amazing gathering of like 500 uh, bookstore owners. And it was incredible. We did this um, crazy rep speed dating session where uh, for two hours we um, like picture a room full of banquet tables and at each banquet table is 10 different bookstore owners and different publishing reps would uh, circulate from table to table and we had 10 minutes each to pitch our new imprints and our new books and we just kept going for two hours it was incredible and we do all of this all of this stuff to over index on the awareness of, of our books and we've gone to now the LA Times Book Festival in the past few months. We, we went to several blogger influencer events. We went to BookCon. And in Canada, we even launched events to promote our authors. We did this high tea event at the King Edward Hotel with, with our author, Karma Brown. Hmm. And by doing all of this, like we did notice that booksellers started to notice us. So for example, our very first book from Park Row Books um, our new imprint. It's a wonderful book called Ginny Moon, and it's a novel told from the perspective of a young girl with autism. Well, that book, Ginny Moon, was selected as an Indigo Staff Pick of the Month. It was a Barnes & Noble Discover Pick in the U.S. It was an Amazon Book of the Month. It was a Shoppers Drug Mart Pick, Book Lovers Pick. And again, like while these kind of accolades might happen a lot with other publishers, to Harlequin, that was a really big deal. We had never had those kind of bookseller picks before. So I feel very confident that going forward, our books will be displayed wherever book clubs find their next, for their next pick. But um, that was a very long answer to your question. But at the end of the day, um, we also try to promote our books on Goodreads, on bookreporter.com, on Booktrib, LitHub, Bustle, the Globe and Mail, the New York Times, podcasts like yours, and other places where we think book clubs are visiting. So you talked about your new imprints and their literary, more literary offerings. Do you have to choose between your new books to choose which books to highlight for book clubs? Yeah, that, that's a good question. Uh, obviously, not every book we have, even though we might uh, hope that it will become a book club favorite. That's not always the case. So I... I think there's many ways to answer that question. For me, it's kind of like a lot of listening to figure out what books are being talked about. Like literally, uh, start with what's happening in my own company. What books are my colleagues raving about in the kitchen? Um, and what books did our sales reps wax poetic about? You know, we have this one memoir. It comes out in 2019. Uh, it's called The Honey Bus by Meredith May. And I, our, my colleagues can't stop talking about this book. Multiple sales reps 
And we're talking about, you know, hardened, cynical veterans of the industry who read dozens and dozens of galleys every month, every year. Multiple sales reps were coming up to me and telling us they were moved to tears by the Honey Bus. And it's a book that's like uh, Educated by Tara Westover or uh, H is for Hawk by Helen McDonald. And it's one of those moving memoirs that to read it is to really, I don't know, become, become the author, become Meredith May and to live the life that she lived, which is just incredible and extraordinary. And I can't wait for you to read it yourself, but it comes out in April. And the reaction to that book alone shows me that that's going to be a book club book. If, if so many of my internal colleagues are spending time talking about it, it's a book that needs to be talked about. Um, it sounds like then, it's got a wide, wide appeal. Wide appeal, it's sort of that, uh, I, I don't know if, if a lot of readers uh, use this terminology, but it's like a misery memoir that the kind that are doing really well, think of the glass castle, things like that. But that, that's internally, I, I think outside of our company, you know, once our galleys and advanced reading copies go out into the world, you know, we just try to pay attention to what are getting, what books are getting the best ratings on Goodreads, what is making the most noise on social media. And a really good example of that recently is our book, uh, The Dutch Wife, by uh, a Canadian author, Ellen Keith. And the book itself debuted at the top of the bestseller list, which is incredible. But readers on social media, they started to compare The Dutch Wife to The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna, Orphan Train, that kind of thing. All, all these other books that are book club favorites. So that gave us all the ammunition we needed to promote The Dutch Wife to the book club. So my next question is kind of a multi-part multi question, so bear with me a bit. So these books that you're marketing to book clubs, do you provide extra content for them, like discussion guides? Uh, if so, how do you decide to create one? And what ROI do you see on their inclusion? And do you include them in the book, in the print book, or online only? We do discussion guides um, sparingly, and we do print them into some of our books. But here's my secret. As someone who has marketed to book clubs for almost my entire publishing career, that's 20 years now, I really secretly and publicly loathe discussion guides. Um, Ainsley, you know I've had to write them, I've had to post them online, and the reason I hate them is because I've never really met a book club yet who, you know, prints off discussion guides and uses the 10 questions as, as the guide for their discussion. And if you do, and if you're a part of a book club and that's what you do, that's amazing. But all the book clubs that I've attended or, or heard about, the conversation that's going on at those book club meetings is more organic and loose. They're social meetings. They're not academic meetings. So what I'm really proud of at Harlequin for what we did was we launched a website around the same time that we launched our new literary imprint. And we called our website bookclubish.com. It's not named after an imprint or a publisher. It's just neutral. And it's, it's a website for book clubs, for any reader in general. But if you go there, it's not your typical publisher website. So first of all, even though we run the website, we populate it with other publishers' books in addition to our own. So we just talk about books in general. And the content, we've tried very, very hard to make it as dynamic as we possibly can. 
So if you go there right now, you'll see a top 10 list of books that we think should be made into a movie. We'll have weird things like top five books that feature unusual jobs or, or we post um, top three books recommended by Ben McNally, our local bookseller, or we post um, a recap of an author event that we attended last night. And again, that could be an author that we didn't even publish, but we wanted people to know about it. Um, so really, Book Club is, tries very hard to just become a destination for any book lover, and we try not to be overt about, you know, you must buy this book because we published it and we just released it this month. Um, we're trying genuinely to create content that we ourselves would want to read as, as readers. That sounds smart. Well, thank you very much for talking to me about book clubs. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to add? Uh, no, just that um, I, I always think that my new job at, at Harlequin working with these new inference is a bit like a startup company and, and it's, uh, it's hard to launch a new imprint and it's certainly hard to launch a new website. So please help me out. If you're listening to this podcast, go to bookclubbish.com. If you like what you see, then spread the word and, and share your favorite post on social media. Spoken like a true marketer. <laughs> Thanks, Ainsley. Thank you for joining us. Okay, take care. If you know of any other interesting book club initiatives happening at your company or in your community, please let us know in the comments. You can also read our latest report called Am Reading, Canadian Book Buyers on Instagram, which touches on celebrity book clubs hosted on that platform, along with lots of other information on how publishers and retailers can reach readers through Instagram and the demographics and buying habits of Instagram using book buyers. It's available on our website, and we'll link to a sample in the show notes. Thanks to Randy for joining us for this month's episode, and to the Government of Canada for their support through the Canada Book Fund. And of course, thanks to you for listening. 